0: every team every topic everywhere this
1: is believed hey guys this is thomas back for another uh what is it four in the afternoon uh please get out of my side sure. listen thomas wanted to do an appearance since uh, he was right about the clippers if y'all remember he was in my new vlog uh when we went to the clippers game he said the clippers would dominate us because he's a Kawhi d rider and he had his fun that night anyways you made me leave my train of thought look at this guy he's trying to get his shot up we got two hoops in here right he's trying to get his shot up we over here we trying to i'm trying to make a video
0: that's because he was waived yeah,
1: I don't understand why. That's anyways if you want to get shots up let's go to the course as soon as i'm done recording this Sorry for the distraction. That's what happens when you got roommates. If you'd like to help me kick them out of my house, make sure to like and subscribe so maybe one day I have enough money where I don't need them to help pay the mortgage. Anyways, while this past trade deadline was more tame than we've seen in previous years, I do think it set us up for a very interesting buyout market, which is of course where the Miami Heat like to do their work a lot of the time. We just saw them get Kevin Love last buyout market season. I think his tenure with the Miami Heat has been very solid. So as Heat fan, We're obviously hoping we can get someone else this year that can provide some similar production. Now, in today's video, I'm going to talk about 24 guys. They're in different categories. And at the end, I'll pick my favorite five that I think fits the heat the best. Now, the first category that I want to talk about, I'll call guys. The Miami Heat literally cannot get according to the new CBA. So basically, because the Miami Heat are over what's called the first apron, they cannot sign a buyout guy who previously made over 12.4 million dollars for the season. That category includes 6 players, which is Spencer Dinwiddie, Kyle Lowry, Evan Fournier, Marcus Morris, Davis Bertans and joe harris while i think some of those guys could provide some value to the Miami heat really all of them except kyle lowry no i'm kidding i think kyle lowry would have been nice here but they can't sign him because they just traded him and he made over 12.4 million so anyways while those guys in this category would be nice because the heat literally are not allowed to sign them i'm just going to move on into the next category which are guys who weren't bought out yet So all these guys are currently still on their roster, but there is a lot of talks and rumors of them potentially getting bought out just because they're either older or on the last year of their deal or just not part of their current team's plans. The first guy on this list that I want to talk about is DeLon Wright. That seems to be a name that's very popular among Heat fans. We remember him clamping up Tyler Hero in the playoffs a few years ago when DeLon was on the Hawks, and that's kind of his M.O., right? He's a very good defensive guard, he's 6'5", he is shooting 39% from three this season, which is above his career average, but that's still a very good percentage, although it's on low volume. And of course, Miami Heat fans remember Darrell Wright, which is his older brother. And actually, DeLon Wright was 12 years old when Darrell was drafted by Miami, so it's pretty safe to assume that, you know, the front office and Coach Spo has some sort of a relationship with DeLon, so I could see them uh, wanting to go after DeLon for those reasons. And overall, I do think he's a very good player who could, who could provide a role as a point of attack defender for the Miami Heat. The next guy on this list that I have is Otto Porter Jr., who was just traded to the Jazz on deadline day. He's very likely to get bought out. You're talking about a guy that's 6'8", 215, uh, a very decent three-point shooter. Just kind of the biggest knock on him is he can't stay healthy. I'm not sure he fits the best with this team because they have a lot of those switchy wing types like a Caleb Martin, like a Jaime Jaquez. So while Otto Porter was a a highly drafted guy, has had some good seasons, right now there's probably some better options out there. The next name that I want to talk about is Seth Curry, who was just traded back to his hometown of the Charlotte Hornets. So maybe they keep him, maybe they don't. Obviously, he is an amazing three-point shooter. That might be an understatement. I remember it was a few seasons ago. He might have had the the record for highest three-point percentage in a career. It was like 44% on four attempts. So he's a phenomenal shooter. The problem is he's kind of small. And because of that, he's not really a great defender. Uh, I believe he's only 6'1". And someone that can't play defense in the Heat system, I'm just not sure how, how, how good that would work out for the Heat. Now another guy who is a great scorer and is currently on the Detroit Pistons, like to get bought out, is Shake Milton. Shake Milton is a six-five walking bucket. I remember him having several games against the Heat where he'd go off. Very decent shooter. I think he's at about uh 36% for his career. Although this season his numbers are a bit down. It's at 26%. But again. You're talking about a guy that's playing like 15 minutes a night. That's kind of the case with most of the guys on this list. You kind of got to look at their career averages because as of right now, this season, the sample size and playing time isn't enough to fully judge them. But Shake Milton is a guy that has proven he can be a very decent offensive player. And there's potentially a role for him on the heat bench as kind of that, that bench scorer. The next guy is Devontae Graham, who's on the San Antonio Spurs. I remember him having some great years with uh, Charlotte, what, three years ago now. But same thing we were saying about Curry, he's only 6'1". I think one of the Miami Heat's biggest problems is size. So while Devontae Graham is still a very nice shooter, a decent playmaker, I would kind of stay away from him. Uh, Three more guys on this list. We got Patty Mills next uh, from the the Atlanta Hawks. Now he's 35, he's 6'2". But he's a great locker room guy, a great shooter and a champion and has championship pedigree. So he kind of has three things there that I really think would be good, uh, like values on this Heat team. And again, when you're talking about the buyout market, you're not going to get a needle mover. None of these guys are going to change the dynamic of this team or really be a, a top seven guy. But you're looking for a guy who could provide some value in an area or two. And I think Patty Mills does that. I think he would fit kind of perfect as like a backup facilitator. So that's a name that I do like a lot. Next, we got Kira Lewis Jr., who was just traded to the Utah Jazz on the deadline as well. He's very young. He's only 22 years old. He was the 13th pick in the draft in just 2020. But he's 6'1", only played 16 games this year. That seems like a guy that obviously isn't performing as well as people thought coming into the draft. Now, I'm not saying teams should give up on him. I'm not saying that even if he came to the Miami Heat, the Heat can't develop him into an amazing player. But if you're the Heat, you're trying to win now. I don't think they'd want to take on a developmental project in the buyout. So he's probably off of Miami's radar. The last guy I have on this list is Andre Drummond, who is probably the name that Heat fans want the most. Again, he's still on the Bulls. He's the last one of the guys in this category who hasn't been bought out yet but he likely will be just because the Bulls aren't going anywhere. Drummond's having a nice season on the last year of his deal. I think it'd be stupid for the Bulls to lose him for nothing, but the Bulls have been very stupid this year and last year, making no trades whatsoever because that team sucks. They're about to lose DeMar DeRozan in free agency too. Unless he gets bought out, I I, I doubt DeMar gets bought out because they would have traded him, right? I think they hope they can re-sign DeMar, which I'd say is unlikely, but that's besides the point. A lot of Heat fans like Andre Drummond because he's 6'10", 6'11", great rebounder. That's something that the Miami Heat have struggled with forever because they love to play this small ball and they get killed on the glass. So while Drummond does fit a clear need for this team... I personally think he's too much of a negative in all the other areas, mainly offense and defense. Basically, everything outside of rebounding, he sucks at. And it's not even like he's average to below average. No, he's terrible. So is the rebounding good enough to counterbalance the other things that he's so bad at? I don't think so. But again, you're talking about a buyout guy. If they could take a flyer on him, I wouldn't hate it. I do have some concern, though, because he's been on six teams in the last four years. So if he's as good as all these fans think, why can't he stick to a team? That's just something that is kind of concerning to me. Now, the last category that I wanna talk about is I got nine guys here. These are guys that were officially waived and they can be signed tomorrow if they wanted to. The first guy is Thaddeus Young, a guy that's very popular name amongst Heat fans. He's been in talks with the Miami Heat forever now. 6'8", 235, 33% three-point shooter for his career. So that's not really his game but he is a guy that's capable of taking maybe one or two a game, a decent rebounder, and we've heard that he's a great locker room guy. I wish he was a little bit bigger. I've heard a lot of people saying he'd give the Heat fans some size. He's actually smaller than Kevin Love. I mean, they're the same height, but Kevin Love weighs about 20 pounds more, right? The next guy on this list is Danilo Gallinari. Speaking of guys that the Heat fans have wanted forever, or really the front office, I like to say Danilo Gallinari is the Rudy Gay of, well, they're similar to Rudy Gay in the fact that they've been in rumors to join the Heat for 20 years now, and it's never happened. Now, at this point, it might be a little too late. Gallinari's 35. He's obviously past his prime. He has the injury concerns and stuff as well. Uh, but he is 6'10", 38% career three-point shooter, and even he's played like six games with the pistons he's at like 50 percent from three so clearly he can still shoot i mean it's like riding a bike shooting is never gonna go away but he is a guy that can still provide some value he can still get you a bucket had like 20 points the other night so while he is past his prime i mean he was even scoring almost 20 points a night with the clippers five years ago he's a guy that i still think is a very solid player you're not gonna get the defense but he can shoot And with the way the Miami Heat have been struggling offensively, I don't think he can
0: hurt. The next name Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the Leather Collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new Leather Collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home.
1: I'm on this list is Killian Hayes. He is a 6'5", 22-year-old guard with uh, a lot of playmaking skills and a lot of potential but he is super inefficient, well under 30% from three, well under 40% from the field, highly touted guy, but also highly regarded as one of the worst players in the league. Again, it's it's possible that he could bounce back eventually, but the Heat wouldn't take on a developmental project right now. The next game I got is Danwell House, who has been a decent player in this league for quite some time now. He's 6'6", could play to two, so he's got some more size of that position, but Not really a great shooter, and I don't think he fits any direct needs for the Miami Heat. The next guy I got here is Furkan Korkmaz, who finally got his trade request. Because if y'all don't remember, like three years ago, he actually demanded a trade request. Probably the worst player in NBA history to ever demand a trade, but he finally did get moved. And of course, he was waived. 6'7 shooter, very nice player. He could be a decent bucket off the bench. I know I said I didn't want a guy like Seth Curry, but again, Seth Curry, 6'1", Furkan is 6'7". When you're as small as mine, mime heat already are, I don't think I want to add anyone under 6'7", at this point, but I do like Furkan Korkmaz, and he has had some random scrub heat killer games in the past, so we know the boy could shoot. Uh, next, we got a guy that's very near and dear to our hearts. It's Victor Oladipo. Now, his injury, I think it was his patella tendon. He tore in the playoffs last year. That was in April. So you're coming up on almost 9, 10 months since the injury. Unfortunately, we really haven't heard any updates about that. We know what he brings to the table, right? I should speak on that. The dude was a hooper. Big fan of his. Great offensively. Great defensively. The shooting wasn't as good as some of these other guys. But we did see he could get to the rim, pull up in that mid-range a little bit. So if there was any talk of him maybe being healthy again soon... I would love to bring him back on this roster. Unfortunately, we just haven't heard that. And when the Heat already have Drew Smith, who's out for the season, what's the point of bringing in another guy who can't contribute anyway? So if something was to change with Oladipo, maybe we could talk again. But right now, a reunion is not likely. Next, we got James Booknight, who was just waived by the Charlotte Hornets. Now, he was the 11th pick in the draft just three years ago. Again, very athletic, 6'5", a guy that certainly had a lot of potential, but like a lot of those other players in Charlotte, seemed to have a lot of off-the-court issues. He'd be a developmental project. There's no need for the Heat to even consider him. Uh, Second to last, we got Robin Lopez, who has been a fine backup center in this league for over a decade now. But as a Heat fan, he'd be giving me like Cody Zeller or Dwayne Dedman vibes. So I'd kind of stay away from that. Although Zeller and Deadman were decent for like the first couple months of their Heat tenure. So if you can sign Robin Lopez and get him to be good or uh, capable through the playoffs, I'd consider it just cuz he's 7-1, but I don't want to just bring in someone who's big for big sake if they suck. So probably would stay away from him too. And last on this list, we got Corey Joseph. He's pretty much a stereotypical point guard, 32 years old, not great at anything, but good at shooting, maybe running an offense. He's a guy that would probably only ever see the court if there was a lot of injuries ahead of him, but I think he'd be better than nothing just because he can play that backup guard spot, which is something I think that he need. But really, he's more of like a third or fourth string point guard than a second string. Now, that's pretty much all the names that I think will be bought out or have already been bought out or waived. Now, if I'm the Miami Heat, who's the top five guys that I would want? Well, I'm going to go down from my fifth most wanted to the, the guy I want the most. And at number five, I do got Furkan Corkmez. You can never have too much scoring a six-seven shooter, maybe a guy like that can get into a playoff game and get hot. We've seen it happen with the Heat before and somehow they have an ability to find these guys out of nowhere and they light it up in the playoffs. Maybe Furcon Corkmes could be another guy to do that for the Heat. And number four, I got Thaddeus Young. While I don't think he could contribute a lot right now, he is a guy that can maybe play a little bit just to give Kevin Love some rest, and he's a good locker room guy at the end of the day. So you'd have no concern about him messing up the dynamic and the power of friendship and tomfoolery that the Heat seem to be getting back because they seem to be having fun again, as Jimmy says. At number three, I do got Delon Wright because he is very good at defense. That's something that he can still do. So it sort of fill an obvious need for the Miami Heat, which is. Of the tag defense, although he doesn't do anything else, you don't have any doubt about that one thing, and for that reason, I got him at number three on my list. At number two, I do have Danilo Gallinari, just because you know I like my Italian brethren, and also he, he's a bucket man. I mean, a 6'10 guy that can shoot. I'm always gonna be partial to that, cause who doesn't like seeing a seeing a tall, lanky white guy get hot, hit some threes, and kind of like Corkmaz maybe that uh, Gallinari can get it to a playoff game, get hot, win you a game or two. And I did hear in a recent report that he was salty about the Boston Celtics because they had signed Timmy towards ACL and then it just kind of shipped him off and he didn't really like his time in Boston. And Gallinari said every time he plays Boston, he'll have them circled on his calendar. So if the Miami Heat are gonna see Boston in the playoffs, I'll take Danilo Gallinari on my side. And at number one, the guy that I want the most is not someone I'm hearing a lot of people talk about and it's Patty Mills. He's not going to come in and be a world beater or anything like that, but he is efficient as all hell. He's a great guy from everything you could hear, and he has that championship pedigree, and I don't think that can be understated. On this Heat team right now, the only guy that's been to the mountaintop is Kevin Love. They obviously had Kyle Lowry, but they just got rid of him think having a guy like Patty Mills who's been in the league for well over a decade has seen it all has been through it all has had his battles versus the Miami Heat in the finals I think he has a lot of respect for coach Spo, and again he's a sm- no mistake guy great locker room guy he provides probably the most out of any of the other these uh, out of any of these other bio guys that I mentioned and for that reason he would be my top buyout target for the Miami Heat that is of course if the Hawks do buy him out which I hope they do he's 35 years old let my guy get another ring and you know let him let him be free but anyways that's all I got to say for this video obviously this stuff is very fluid guys could get bought out or signed to another team by tomorrow but either way let me know y'all thoughts down below let me know who you'd want if you're a Miami Heat fan and what you think of my list other than that the Boston, uh, the Boston Celtics played the Miami Heat on Sunday that's gonna be an interesting game and kind of really be a true measuring stick test for what the Miami Heat's That being said, like and subscribe if you enjoy. I'll see y'all
0: next time.
1: Peace out. Mm -hmm.
0: Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more all built to last.